Hello and welcome to Wake the F*** Up, a podcast about conscious living. I'm your host, Madison Palika, here to explore with you a holistic, healthy, and ethical way of life to help you gain awareness and self-empowerment. I hope to awaken humanity to the reality of the world as well as their own creative potential. Thank you so much for being here, and I love you. Hi guys, I am in yesterday's makeup. I have gone to bed at 5am the past two days. For sure not feeling my best, but I just had to do this right now. So it's Sunday and I just watched Brother Dude Marty's video. I've talked about him repeatedly because he is literally like the mentor that I always prayed for and never got. Like the most unexpected mentor, you know. Kind of what I asked for, but better. You know, how God just does that. But he just did a video talking about this generation. Like this generation that is so over establishment and establishment religion. And I mean, like, I feel like I was born into the perfect place to be able to see this happening in real time. Like I see people unhappy with the Mormon or the LDS church so much. Like so many people are leaving the church and they just like hate the culture. And it's just like the way that it functions. But there is this generation that's like waking up and going against the grain and like finding the truth. Like we are hungry for the freaking truth, all of it. And like my search for truth ended up with the truth with a capital T, you know? And I never expected that. And now it's like, (laughs) I'm so hungry for the truth, truth, the capital T truth. Anyways, the point of this podcast is he was talking about this generation and how like he was saying that people like you, you know, if you're listening to this, I don't think that that's by chance. Like God has led you to this literally specific podcast episode or video, you know, whatever you're watching has led you here because... Like, this message is for you. (laughs) The thing's going on in my mind right now. Um, But Brother Brother Dude Marty was saying how this generation is going to become like light bulbs in the dark. And when people who realize that they don't have a God, they don't believe in a God, they don't have a faith system, they don't have morality, they don't, you know, they just have the things that come with sin, you know, like just the things that aren't good for you, they're going to realize like, this crap sucks and I've been chasing pleasure and nothing is fulfilling me and I'm so hungry for something that fulfills and he was equating it with like the Antifa groups of the day and just like these people who want what's right the people who want what's right but don't know they're fighting for the wrong thing oh (laughs) wow um but he was saying that those people like they're gonna come to realize sooner or later that they're so empty and they're going to come to the people who have become the light bulbs in the dark. And I said this the other day for something, but it's like they're drawn to you like moths to a flame. Like they see your light and they see that you're fulfilled and they want they want that same fulfillment. And like new age was great. I had fun. Like I used to do energy reading podcasts. <laughs> Crazy. But I was still searching for more. Like I've already said in some of my older podcast episodes, 
how when I started listening to human trafficking victims and victims of satanic ritual abuse, like they would talk about their relationship with God. And at this point, like I had already gone through the stage of hating God because of my establishment religion, right? Distorted, twisted, makes you totally have this wrong image of God. So I was like, get out of here. Don't want anything to do with that. And then I went on my own path and I started because of just like physical worldly things, things that are the effect of sin and the fall and Satan himself, I started going through sh hell. Hell is a good word. I started going through hell and I had to do all this research. <laughs> and what did I find? Evidence of a God. Like looking into the most physical worldly things Every time, once I got deep enough, I would be led to this, like, spiritual reality. Like, this magical, supernatural, spiritual reality that, like, for me, there was no other way to explain it than this is the evidence that God exists. Like, what even is this? Quantum physics? Your thoughts affect matter? Like, atoms? I think it's atoms that are, like could be millions of light years apart. What happens to one happens to the other immediately, always. Like Einstein called it spooky action at a distance. Like there's these weird spiritual things that don't really fit into the laws of our perceivable reality. And so I was like, okay, yeah, God. I don't even know why I was talking about this. Oh, because I was not fulfilled. I literally found all the evidence of a God, screamed it from the mountaintops, wrote a whole book talking about it, Except I called it magic because I know that people don't want to hear about God. So I was like, oh, magic. No, like I'm talking about the higher power. Um, but even after all this, I was still not fulfilled because I only had evidence of God. I didn't know God. Like knowing about someone and knowing someone are so different. And these victims and survivors knew God. And I was just like, I would go to bed so frustrated and like sad because I was so jealous like I wanted what they had and I think that the people who are atheist or agnostic or whatever or Buddhist polytheist is that the word they're gonna start to feel that same emptiness and they're gonna crave for something more and they're gonna come to the people who are being the light bulbs who are hearing this message right now and proclaiming it in their own way in their own lives however that happens just speaking about like this generation who has been called in Brother Dude Marty's words. There's the people who are like on fire for Jesus or like really thirsting for the truth. And then there's the people who are adamantly fighting for what they think is the right thing, but is the wrong thing. And they just don't know it. And like you might think that that sounds like ignorant to be like, how can you call a whole population of people wrong? Like, how do you think you're so correct? I didn't say it. This is God. So... It was just, it really called out to me when I was listening to this because I had this moment the other day that felt like a mushroom trip. And I haven't talked about this on this podcast yet, but disclaimer, like here's me coming out with the full truth. The only reason I was able to write a book is because I did mushrooms. And, you know, it was not, did go, <laughs> didn't go over well with my family uh, but I do not regret it at all because it literally changed my life and it, it's like it opened me up to the spirit kind of. Um, but when I did mushrooms, it was like I would get these powerful, what I called downloads. It was like suddenly I just had like 
a novel in my head and I knew like I need to get this down on paper right now. And I did that for so long that eventually I was like, I'm just going to put this together into a book. So I did. And that's my book, Make Your Own Magic. Um, but that was when I was doing psychedelics and it like opens you up. It, it's like the two different hemispheres of your brain start connecting and communicating with each other instead of being separate. So you have like all of these epiphanies and your perceptions just get blown wide open and it's so beautiful and spiritual. Like I recommend looking into like scientific studies on how it helps like cancer patients and people with depression. But anyway, so I had this moment the other day and I had not felt this since I had done mushrooms where I was just sitting on my bathroom rug and it just hit me like, I love being here on the ground right now. Like just being so grounded. I am in my bathroom on a fuzzy rug with my roommate's dog and I cannot even fathom, <laughs> I don't know if that's the right word, can't even put into words like the gratitude that I'm feeling. And I just looked around like, oh my gosh, these shower curtains, these walls, look how nice my shower is. This is a fuzzy rug, like I'm with a dog, I'm alive. And everything was just like so powerful in that moment where I was like, I am so lucky to be alive. This is beautiful. And I was just like filled, over overflowing with this joy and this gratitude. And suddenly, light bulb, and I have a novel in my head. And it's like, I didn't even really understand what was being spoken to me at the time. Like I really had to write it down to even just like grind through the, the mechanical gears in my head, like understand what this new image was that was forming that I was like given and I was trying to just like look at the different parts and understand it. But so I just wrote this whole thing down on an iPhone note. Wow. And I haven't read it since. So I don't know if I'm going to read the whole thing through and then talk about it or if I'm going to read a piece and then make my commentary on it. Uh, but I, I, I don't plan these episodes out. I just go by inspiration and like trusting that God will have me do what he wants me to do. So <laughs> I'm just going to go for this. So basically, the light bulb that I was getting was that we have a few generations, meaning like, millennial Gen Zers, I don't know the specific generation terms and dates, but we have these couple of generations whose motivation it seems like in life is morality and like fighting for what's right, doing the right thing, making the world do the right thing, making people pay attention to the things that we've been doing wrong, fixing that, canceling the things that are bad, you know, like these are what these generations are focused on like justice, social justice, right? Spiritual justice is the name of the game though. So I, I, I just begin writing. Sometimes the emotion-based fighting can cause some issues, like not seeing logically or taking a step back to look at the whole picture. So a lot of it is based off of emotion, like, oh, this makes me feel bad, so we gotta fight against it. Or this makes this person feel bad or feel offended, so we got to tear this thing down and not do that because it's offensive. And it's like this emotion-based battle. Um, and it causes issues because when you're so emotional, you're not taking the time to logically look at all the different pieces and sides. Like what pops up to me specifically is 
trying to ban guns. Like, it's a very emotional fight of, like, guns kill people, take them away. But then you don't realize, like, if you ban law-abiding citizens from having guns, criminals are still criminals. Like, they're probably just going to get a gun. So what if a criminal comes into the law-abiding citizen's home with a gun? You don't have any way to protect yourself. And, like, when I was a liberal, I would hear that argument and I was like, no, 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 no. Like, just don't say it to me. I don't want to hear it. Because I was going off of pure emotion and I knew that that was challenging my view and that it had truth to it, but I didn't want to hear it. So I wasn't seeing the whole picture, but I thought I was fighting for what was right. I was fighting for morality. The morality people are fighting for today is still morality. It's just relative. There's a popular saying going around these days that you have your truth and I have my truth or their truth is their truth or like that's just their reality. Like we've all forgotten that as many things as can be true at the same time, there is still objective truth. Like, there is still facts. Um, like, for example, I was just today looking at someone's post about being trans and how it's wrong to say that they were born a girl. And that was not true. They just were assigned female. I'm like, no, you were born a girl. Like, either your chromosomes are one way or another. Like, I know that's not always the case. Like, there's hermaphrodites, people born with both parts or whatever. But I was like, no, 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 no. Like... There is an objective truth that either it's like, what, XY and XX, something like that. I'm not the best at this uh, field, not biology major, but either you're male or you're female. So I'm like, you, you can have an opinion and you can fight for the rights of trans people, but at the end of the day, like, there's still boy and girl and you're still born one way or the other way. Like, it's a binary system. Anyways, so we've forgotten that there is objective truth. And with objective truth, there must be an objective morality that goes along with it. So if you take all the things and figure out what's true, the true thing is going to tell you what's right. But right now, people are letting reality be completely subjective without even opening themselves up to the idea that a real objective reality exists. Like I said, that's just their reality. Your truth is your truth. My truth is my truth. No, 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 no. There is truth and there is not truth. All these different opposing things cannot all be true at the same time. Even if you think it's true, sorry, but you might be wrong. Like, there's no other way to express that. So, the fight against abortion is seen, or abortion is seen as inhumane and brutal for pro-lifers because their morality stands with life. A lot of them are Christian. Whereas pro-abortion people, their morality is standing up for women's rights and women's bodies to be able to, like, it's their bodies, they own it. Like, they have the right over, they do, over what they do with their bodies. Both are fighting for morality here, so it's never-ending. Because both sides think they're right, and, like, that's pretty much that. But what might happen if there was suddenly a playbook laid out right in front of us that told us what the objective truth was? and laid out the objective morality. The one-for-all, all-knowing guide that could say, the correct answer and best solution in this debate is blank. And everyone would just accept it as truth because it's the objective truth. Like, it's the playbook of the objective truth. It tells you exactly what the truth is, and it's like, okay, well, clearly, you know, maybe you're both wrong in this situation, and the real right answer is this. Either way, something is true about it. And I said, well... Wow, 
with the Bible, that's what we have. And Boonk, like this rapper, like fully tatted face, everything. I think he found Jesus in prison. He's like baptized now. He started Yahweh rap group, like on fire for the Lord, dude. Uh, but he posted a video saying that the Bible, like B-I-B-L-E, basic instructions before leaving earth. And I was like, yes, yes, absolutely. Like these are literally, this is the playbook I was, I was talking about. These are the instructions that are literally given to us and laid out to be like, okay, so clearly this is the truth and this is how I need to go about life and like this is the right answer and this is the correct morality. This is like how you be true and pure and moral and good. That's the Bible. And God has planted the seeds inside of his children to fight for morality, to stand up for the underdogs, to do what's right, and to demand others, demand that others do what's right as well. You see this with our generation, the social justice warriors, or some people say snowflakes. Only most of us haven't known what is right, so we fight for what sounds good. Just let it sink in. Like, I just keep going back to the political climate. Like, the abortion, the LGBT trans rights, um, even stuff with, like, COVID. Like, the banning of free speech, the censorship. And it's like, some people fight for that because they think what's right is saving lives, right? Like, they're fighting for this morality. It seems good. But if you knew the basic instructions before leaving earth you'd be like okay this is demonic like i cannot fight for the close down of businesses and schools and churches and all this stuff like see ya you're dead wrong <laughs> so a lot of us we're fighting and we're like finding our passion but we're fighting for what sounds good instead of what is objectively right and true but god planted these seeds in us for us to go stumbling and bumbling and tumbling down our own jagged paths to venture into the wrong things over and over and over until we trip into the thing that's objectively right, which is Jesus. You have influence over the people around you. You have been planting seeds in people's minds and hearts for your whole entire life without even knowing it, just by being you, just by saying the things that you say. You plant a seed in someone's head and maybe 20 years down the road, they still remember that one little thing you said, whether it's right or not. You have been planting seeds, sprinkling them into people's minds. And when you find the truth, no matter how crazy or against the grain or hard to accept that truth is, you will still be planting seeds. Like no matter how resistant somebody is to what your message is, you're still planting that seed inside of them. And maybe even a greater seed that they're going to remember because they can feel like, oh, I'm so resistant to this like why do i just want to push against everything they're saying so badly only this time you're going to be planting seeds that turn into flowers and roses and everything truly deeply fulfilling instead of weeds and thistles thistles are like these pokey uh i don't even know if they're flowers but when you sprinkle the truth in the people's minds that grows and grows into a beautiful flower whereas sprinkling sin and death or objective or relative morality, things that aren't really right and true, they don't really bloom into anything because it's not the truth. God has put a secret superpower within you that he wants to just tap on and put into action when his timing is just right. 
After all, he is the objective truth and he has the objective morality guide for us. He's waiting to activate his army of spiritual warriors who have always lived their lives in the pursuit of what's best for the most people possible. Again, social justice warriors, like people are fighting for what they believe is right. And he's just waiting to put the guidebook into their hands for when that timing is exactly right. Because he knows that if he goes a a second too soon, the conditioning and the programming from your life and from culture and society will pop up and interject, blocking any attempt at reaching your heart. So he knows that he has to do it and lay this guidebook in front of you in a moment when your heart is softened and your mind is open to any possibilities. But as time creeps on, more and more rows of his spiritual army are powering on. I think of (laughs) Avatar, if you've seen the cartoon Avatar. It's like when his Avatar thing is activated and all of these rows of past avatars turn on, like that's exactly what I picture. Like these people are turning on, the light within them is turning on with the truth. The light of the truth is turning on within them. So they're powering on, ready for the fight of their lives and for the fight of these generations. And when you awaken to this power and your light turns on, it'll wake up the inactive lights around you and slowly begin to turn up their brightness as well bringing clarity to their senses with each step along the way. Like they're gonna start to see through things, their eyes are gonna be open, their ears are gonna be open, the blindfolds, the muzzles will be taken off, their senses will be sharp and clear, and they're gonna understand because they have the truth. And they can see the world through the lens of the truth instead of their conditioning and programming for the first time. He needed you to go down the wrong path and even begin to lead others down that path with you so that when you find the truth, the minds that you've already planted your thistles in, they've already accepted you as a potential gardener. They're already listening to what you say. And they thought that you guided them down an awesome, fun, pleasurable path before, so why wouldn't you lead them down an awesome, fun, pleasurable path again, right? So they've already accepted you as a potential gardener, neither of you knowing that you'd been deceived into thinking the thistles were actually roses. You thought you were sprinkling flowers and beautiful things in people's minds, but really, they were straight up weeds and you were deceived because someone told you, these are roses, these are roses. So you planted them everywhere trying to make the world beautiful in their mind and then you find out that you were tricked. That was me with New Age. You couldn't know what you were doing was wrong or right because you didn't know what the objective truth was back then. But now, you're here with a network that already trusts you and has said yes to you before, even if the changes that you sparked in them are unknown or unconscious to them. And they're gonna follow you into the light, not on their time, but in his timing. Get ready, the time has almost come. Moral of the story. Don't ever be afraid of planting your seeds, even if you're wrong, because God will take you home to objective truth and morality to fight, what, to fight for what's really right in his own divine timing. And he will make you so hungry for the truth that when you find it, you'll want to scream it from the mountaintops. And what I'm thinking of is right now, if you go against the culture, you get censored and blocked and people hate you. 
But if you're going with the culture, if you're on that woke stream and you're preaching your freaking message, you know people are going to be like, yes, sis, like follow, like, share, save, subscribe. Like, yes, we love what you're saying. Go LGBT, go Biden, go wearing triple masks, you know, whatever it is, their woke agenda that they're preaching because they think it's right. So you're going to get this crowd like this audience and a platform where people are listening to you. And then when one day something skirt and you're like, uh oh, like these things I was preaching doesn't feel right anymore. Oh shit. The Bible says what? Like I never listened to the Bible, but this makes a lot of sense. Or like the Bible predicted this event and I'm watching it like, really? Well, I was thinking that this was right or, you know, whatever it is, but they're going to suddenly skirt screech to a stop and be like yo everyone i'm so sorry i was wrong i actually discovered that this is the right thing everything that i used to preach throw it away that was me when i came to jesus i was like my book throw it away i don't want anything to do with it now i've kind of come back to accept it because i feel like it's part of my path as a shepherd oh i'm bringing people home but but through the route that i took so i can't I don't want to just go straight to Jesus. I want to I want to give people the little treats along the way until they get to the well or whatever, you know. Um but so people who are going to be popular in society are going to suddenly hit a switch and be like I can't promote this anymore. Like I found the truth. The truth has been revealed to me. I can't say what I was saying. I need to correct myself. And then all of these, like, these mass amounts of followers that they've gained, they're going to be like, what? Like, I thought you just said this. They're probably going to be pissed. They're going to be so mad that someone left the woke culture and it's like, you're doing the wrong thing. But now they're interested. Like, how could you believe this one day and now you believe something else? Like, I used to really trust you. Maybe there's something to it because if I trusted you before, then... Should I at least listen to what your reasoning is? And then you start planting those seeds and things start dinging inside of their heads like, oh, well, that does make sense. Or, oh, I guess what I was doing is wrong in a way. Or like, oh, I didn't ever think about that side of things. And they're going to start to feel convicted and it's probably going to suck. Like, it sucked for me too. Or it's like, no, I don't want to leave my beliefs. I just want to believe everything I'm doing is right. Like, I don't want to have to change my ways. But that's what God calls us to do in the end days, to repent, to see what we're doing that's not in alignment with him and his word and stop doing it. Just veer like one degree to the left, like small difference here. But when you keep going, you're on a whole different life path, you know? So social justice warriors don't know that they're deceived. But you can bet that when they figure it out, they're gonna be pissed off. I was pissed when I realized I was deceived as a, as a liberal, as a Democrat, believing in all these people and their wokeness and their equality that they preached. Like I didn't, I was so mad when I realized that, you know, they're in cahoots with the media channels and they were brainwashing me and and that they're totally twisting other people's words and making people look like bad guys by doing things out of context or photoshop or like whatever it is like there were so many things that i passionately fought for and then i realized that they had been playing me the whole time 
And I was like, I put my heart and my soul into this. Like, you're really going to do me like that? And all of these people who believe in what you're saying, really? You're going to act like you're a good person and let people follow you like this, knowing that you're completely deceiving them. Like, I was mad. And I know that other people out there who are fighting for these causes are going to be pissed too. There's nothing like that kind of fire under your butts to get them going off about the real truth. (laughs) Yo, I get so excited. They're going to be going off about the truth. Like when you find out that you've been lied to, like, and especially that mass amounts of people have been lied to, it's like, yo, there is no way I'm being silent about this one. Like, this is way too massive of a scale. And like, people are going to be pissed and they're going to want to kill, <laughs> maybe not kill, but like even now, people love Biden, thought he was so great, now he bombed Syria and they're like, whoa, 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 like we're still waiting on our $2,000 stimulus check, we didn't ask you to go bomb foreign countries, and they're starting to be like, wait, who did we vote for? And it's like, yeah, yeah, start to look at some of his drag record. Get freaking pissed because I know you're going to be pissed once you find out that you've been lied to. You have been lied to. So tricked and deceived. And the depth of that deception, like, to the point that they have turned you away from anything godly, like, when you realize that your soul was at stake and these people were gladly leading you off a cliff, it's like, I'm never going to shut up about this. And that's going to be people. That's going to be the social justice warriors that are BLM, trans, Antifa right now. I know that that shit's going to happen. Maybe even the Hollywood stars who were raised up Satanists or the people in politics that are going to realize like, whoa, I've been programmed to believe this my whole life and I thought this is what was true, but now I'm seeing these harmful things happening to people and is there something else out there? Like, is there something good out there? And then they find God. Like, there's people who were raised up in the Illuminati who literally have been rescued by Jesus. Like, physically seen him on fire. Um, look up Jesse Zebotar. C-Z-E-B-O-T-A-R. She has experiences, but she was dead-ass trained up in the Illuminati. Like, it's gonna be people like this who realize that they've been deceived and they will dedicate their entire life to bringing the truth to people. Soon enough... (laughs) soon enough the blue-haired liberal snowflakes are going to be screaming at the abortion clinics they used to protest for. So good. God loves his children. God loves life. Abortion is literally demonic sacrifice. They love Moloch, the god of child sacrifice. They're doing their sacrifices in the abortion clinics, getting money for their organs, targeting the black community genocide, larger agenda of depopulation. So, yeah. Things are pretty freaking wild. So sorry, I'm like answering a text. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, that's all I have to say. But I was just moved to talk about it because there's just like... There's these little few moments where you start to get a glimpse of what this big overall picture is and like 
why these people are all coming to Jesus at the same time and why people like me and Christian Pedron or I think it's Made for Hope on Instagram. It used to be Love Already One. I think his YouTube channel is still Love Already One. But like he's talking to this old man, brother dude Marty. Like he's 60. We're super young and we're bonding and getting together and like on fire together. I don't even know. The world is not the same and it's never going to be the same for a bigger purpose. And like I hate coming on here and being like Jesus is returning because it feels weird. Um, <laughs> like it still feels so weird to say but like the amount of confirmation I've gotten just from world events, from people like Brother Dude Marty, from all the people suddenly converting not even converting, suddenly just finding Jesus out of the blue, like randomly uh, leaving behind their old lifestyles, becoming holy, like starting to really read the Bible. <sighs> the satanic agendas being exposed, like it's clear as day that they're trying to depopulate the world and make people sick and get rid of the middle class and create literally a slave society with like a group of 15 people at the very top. There is this whole picture going on that's emerging right now and like we are interactive pieces to it. Like we are unique puzzle pieces to this whole thing. And when you're just going about your day-to-day -day life and it's like doing your laundry, meal prepping, seeing your friends, like you kind of lose sight of what this big overarching picture is. And what the picture is, is the world is changing and the world is preparing for the second return. I really think so. You don't have to think so. It's a lot. It's a lot to put your faith in. But, you know, I'm hungry for it. I feel it in my soul. I've always felt like something, like I've been here for some kind of different reason. Like something's just different. I don't know. But Brother Dude Marty was saying the same thing in his Instagram live today. Like, this generation is different and it's for a purpose and this is our destiny and like i've been so drawn to spiritual things and new age and finding evidence of god like what like wanting to be able to channel spirits it's like no i think i've wanted to be a prophet the whole time like i don't want to be a psychic that tells the future like i want to prophesy from like the one true living God, the real truth, the real light, to bring others home. Like I've wanted to be a prophet and a shepherd my whole life and I just never knew what that was. And I don't know if you feel that inside of you or maybe you don't, but I'm guessing if you're listening to this then you probably do because there's not many people who can listen to this and really understand it. I don't even know. But so, that's everything. The book that God led me to first was the book of Joel, and it talks about the coming of the Lord and locusts, and I've just been getting locust signs, and it talks about how like the locust is like an all-consuming thing, and that's how we are. Like the, the people who were chosen, like these unique prophets, the sons and daughters who are going to prophesy and like bring this new radical, different spirituality religion like just be radical for christ and jesus and the word of god without these organized establishment religions and the big i don't even know what you call it like the big mega churches all this different stuff 
you're here for a purpose. We have a unique destiny and we have been called to be prophets to warn people of the coming of the Lord. And like, it really is just so all, all consuming, like in the background of every single day, this is what's on my mind and my heart. So yeah, I think I'm going to leave it there. Thank you for listening. And if you've made it to this point, then this was for you. So congratulations. Time to go start start your, your journey. Start your purpose. Turn your light on. Start planting those seeds in whatever way is called to you. For me, it's leading people out of the matrix one step at a time until they find the real exit sign, which is Jesus. But for now, it's starting as holistic health and the healthcare matrix and the food matrix. And then maybe it'll be the media matrix and talking about the CIA and brainwash and programming kids and then get into the satanic abuse and then get into the saving of people. You know, I don't know where I'm going to go with it, but I'm leading people down this path to the only exit sign to the matrix. Jesus Christ, baby. Okay. Happy Sunday. Love you all. Pray for me. I'm praying for you. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I hope that you absolutely loved it and that you got some really good things out of it to apply in your own life. If you want to hear more, I'm really active on Instagram. My username is Madison Palika. I'm also on YouTube and Facebook, both under Madison Palika. So hit me up there. I would love to schedule a mentoring session with you or talk to you about course options. I would love to hear from you and I would love to hear what you think about this podcast. Again, I love you. Thanks so much and have the best day ever.